When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give it up for Naughty by Nature. All right, back here on WEI, Mark Dundero, Kyrie Thompson. What were you reading, Kyrie, to me before we went to break or just as we went to break on the uh, Arizona Cardinals? I'm not going to call it breaking news. Not necessarily, but here's what I saw. And this is from a from Howard Balzer, who is a reporter down in Arizona. Patriots source on rumored interest in DeAndre Hopkins. If they're going to give him away and Hopkins is willing to play on a reduced contract, I could see it, but that seems unlikely to me. So that's my takeaway. It is seems unlikely. Okay. That doesn't move the needle. No, Let's talk it does to not. Paul in Rhode Island on the quarterback situation around the NFL. Hey, Paul. 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 Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, I got you. We got, got you. You got me? Oh, got gotcha. Listen. Uh, I think you both are a great pair. Great, fantastic show. Hey, thanks. Thank you so uh, much. My, my question, I'm sorry? No, I just said thank you very much. Continue with your question. I won't interrupt you anymore. Mike, my, my question is there's just no room for so many quarterbacks that are in their late 30s, and they will, they're probably not going to swallow their pride and hold a clipboard because the talent that's coming out is it's amazing what's coming out. Now, I'm going to say this. I really don't want Rodgers in this division because we have enough problems of our own. We got this raging bull in Buffalo, and we got Miami just filling and filling and filling the talent down there. Now, that's going to be either Bill O'Brien is going to make the, the optical illusion in this division when it comes down to picking some drafts. But I'm going to say we have talent on this team. The problem is, it's the quarterback. And this time, he's going to have to compete for his job. And I, I own a Mac Jones jersey. I like the guy. But because he got the job of Cam Newton's traveling circles, if he didn't go away, maybe Cam Newton would have been there, even with, the, with uh, McDaniel as his OC. But I just want Mac to compete for his position this year. Thanks you so okay with that? Yeah, th- thank you so much for the thank call, you, Paul. Thanks for the call. And, and, I'm not okay with that because I don't think it's going to be much of a competition. He's going to be the starter well, barring something crazy. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, I mean, the the competition is going to most likely be internal from Bailey Zappi, which, again, you've heard the what's coming out of Patriots camp, apparently. It's that they don't see that much of a difference. And if that's true then I still think Mac Jones is your week one starter. Mm-hmm. I think it would, something crazy would have to happen for that not to Correct. be the case. It would have to and, be wild. And, 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 if, and if something did happen where Bailey Zappi is your starter, then Mac Jones isn't on the roster. Um, right. and, and then 
that that's a that's a whole other thing. Um, but the competition will probably come from Bailey Zappi and probably a rookie. I, I think they're either going to draft one later on, or it's going to be an undrafted free agent, you know, priority undrafted free agent that they bring in. I I think that, and we were we were just talking about this a little bit off air. The idea that uh, what makes a quarterback good, and you know, Paul was saying that the problem with the roster is the quarterback. I don't wholly agree with that. I think that there there are legitimate questions about whether or not Mac Jones is that dude who is going to take you to the promised land. I have no problem with people questioning that. But we were just talking about this. This this team is talent. There, there is talent here. They're not a horrible team. I, I think that it, it can go too far to the extremes where people are like, this is a terrible team. They're not. They, they are a solid team. They are a high-floor team. The ceiling is what's limited. And, and the ceiling might be limited because of Mac Jones, partially, but it's also limited by the things we were just talking about. What are you putting around him at wide receiver? You're putting a bunch of eh, okay wide receivers around him and some tight ends who should be better but have not been and an offensive line that, again, was a little bit better than average, but right tackle couldn't block anybody and you had a bunch of bad games you know that that kind of drew the average down so you have a bunch of eh, okay things around him and then you expect him to be great i i feel like it i feel like that doesn't work for me if the patriots are going to stay in the middle okay if they're going to stay and and look some of it's just outside of their own control if the jets get really if they get rogers and they're really good and they have an addition of a receiver or something, and the defense comes back and they're strong again and they're really good, that's not in your control. If the if the Dolphins are going to load up and get Jalen Ramsey, not in your control, they're going to be good. The Bills are desperate. They still have the best quarterback in the, the, the division. That's out of your control. If you're going to be in the middle again, because like you said, high floor team, you at least better freaking find out what Mac Jones is. Yes. You have to find out what he is this year, even if you're only 500-ish going nowhere. At least find out for sure what Mac Jones is this season. Yep, and then if you think that he's just a 500 type of quarterback, and I mean, again, I don't look at quarterbacks as a or wins losses as a holy quarterback stat, but if you don't think he's going to be a guy that that elevates you by the end of his rookie contract or or even after this year, then okay, sure, think about it. I I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Again, economically, you yeah. still would have a really cheap fourth year, so it's something to explore. But I, I think it, it's like this. If you're going, there are a couple of ways to do this. You can get the quarterback, the guy, and then you are competing to win your division and competing to win a Super Bowl in perpetuity, basically as long as that guy is around. Like like Patrick Mahomes, you can you can get rid of Tyreek Hill, yeah. and eventually, you know, if Travis Kelsey goes, which at this point I don't know that he ever will. But <laughs> but when he, but when he when he eventually you know retires or or what have you. Patrick, the Chiefs are still going to be competitors because they have Patrick Mahomes. Yep. That's how it is. Or you take the short-term approach and you load up the roster and you make everything around that cheap quarterback as good as it possibly can be. And you put that young quarterback in position to succeed so that when it's when the chips are down and it's time to put up or shut up, you can see if that guy can make that play that you need. That's how the Patriots won their first dynasty. It wasn't because Tom Brady was God's gift to quarterbacking. It's because he didn't screw things up. Mm -hmm. And when you needed him to be clutch, 
He was clutch, but they didn't ask him to carry the load. They had a really good team around him. So I, I think that's the way I want to see this be. If you're going to have Mac Jones on a cheap rookie deal, then for God's sake, use every last bit of that money. That's a different era of football, obviously, when Tom Brady was doing that when he wasn't God's gift of quarterbacking. But I don't know if you can do and that then he, now. And then he became God's gift of quarterbacking. Did. Let's and talk to uh, Kelly and Amherst on the draft. Hey, Kelly. What's up, guys? Hey, I'm loving the show. But, uh, you know, a minute ago you were saying how a wide receiver based off of, you know, like a wins over replacement kind of thing is more important than a left tackle. And, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of merit to that statistic, and, and I'm sure it reflects something. But i got to say, man, I, I think that the line is absolutely where you have to start. Now, I know for with, with Max specifically, I, I do feel like he does really need a big target. So, I, you know, I don't want to pick either or. But I'm just going to say in general, I don't think a big receiver is more important than the line. And here's why. I'll use the analogy like a car. I feel like if your line isn't working, you're just, I mean, you're just, like, not even moving. You know what I mean? Like, having a good mm-hmm. receiver versus a crappy receiver, that's like having a fast engine versus a slow engine. But if you have no offensive line, it's like your car has no tires. And you're, just, you're not going anywhere, so that's why I feel like they really need to get that line, take care of that first. Yeah. All right, thanks nope, for the call. That, that's, that's completely fair. I, but, again, I think that there's evidence to show. Thank you so much for the call, Kelly that the offensive line was not as bad as we thought it was. Obviously, again, the bad was bad. It was real bad. Yeah. But by and large, and, and I, I did some just statistics research on this, like with the pro football focus grades, because I actually think for offensive line, pro football focus grades are pretty good. Okay. Trent Brown was actually your most consistent offensive lineman from start to finish. He had like three bad games. Where you're just like, okay, that's an outlier. That's bringing the average down. But everything else was pretty much dependable, which when you think about how often he was like one of the top five in the league in terms of times they put him on an island in a true pass set. And we're just like, Trent, you got no help. Swallow this guy up. Do your job. By and large, he was fine. I don't think you need to overhaul this offensive line. You need a nut. You need one tackle at the least. Yeah. That you have to do. I do not want it to sound like I'm minimizing the impact or importance of the offensive line. I am not doing that. I'm just saying, based on the Patriots, where they are in their M.O., I would prioritize the wide receiver. Bill, Be- Like we just talked about, Bill Belichick has not had as easy of a time getting wide receiver talent via the draft, high in the draft, etc., as he has getting offensive linemen later in the draft, okay? I just think because of what they are and who they are, that's what they need to prioritize. And then you look around the league, like uh, Cincinnati, they were down offensive linemen coming out of that Ravens game. And everybody everybody said in 2021, what are you doing taking Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell? And, and okay. I get it. We're not, we're not talking about the number five pick. We're talking about the number 14 pick. I get that. Yep. But everybody was killing the Bengals for doing that. And Jamar Chase won Rookie of the Year, and he was awesome. And, yeah, the offensive line was bad, and arguably that's why, uh, you know, at, at the end they kind of faltered in the Super Bowl. But they got to the Super Bowl with weapons. And because right. Joe Burrow is a freaking magician in the pocket. See, see, that's one thing that if you want to talk about offensive line stuff, Mac Jones is not a magician no. in the pocket. So it is important to ground him in good offensive line play. But, again, does it need to be elite I don't think it does. And and the other thing, Kelly mentioned a, a big receiver. I don't think they need a big receiver. I, I know that's what we all want. We want the 6'2", 
We want the Megatron type, you know, the six two, six three, runs a four four, jumps yeah. over everybody. Like, yeah, that'd be amazing. But I, I don't think the Patriots think they need that. What they could use and what they have always used well is dynamic slot guys. And if you could find somebody that works for that, and and again, if you don't want to do it round one, that's fine. But if you wanted to look for somebody later, like a Josh Downs in round two out of North Carolina, that's another guy who's got some good quicks. But I feel like that's how we need to think about what they need at wide receiver. They've got Devontae Parker. He's your big go jump over everybody guy. You need somebody who is dynamic, who is going to shred in the middle of the field and 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 break down one-on-one matchups, find holes and zones. And when he gets the ball after the catch, he is a problem. That's what the Patriots need more than anything, in my opinion. What about Lamar Jackson? Because he's out there. It's a situation that I don't know if it's going to get resolved sooner, later. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Is this is this a player and a scenario that we should be thinking about? Like, could he change the entire dynamic of the AFC? Or, I don't know, you don't think the Patriots are going to be involved? I don't either. What's going to happen with this guy who's one of the better, more dynamic quarterbacks in the league? That's what I want, I want to know. I think I agree with some thoughts that I that I heard earlier today, which is that in the end, he probably ends up back in Baltimore. And he probably ends on up... On that contract he wants? On a deal that he wants? No. I think he's going to find out that no one is going to pay him that deal. Okay. And then he's probably going to take the best other deal that he can find with the most guaranteed money that he can find and be like, okay, well take it to the Ravens and be like, well, this is what I'm offering. What you got? And the Ravens will probably say as long as it's not $250 million guaranteed, they might, they're probably going to say, okay, cool. Let's go ahead and match that. And boom, we're, we're good. I think that's more likely to happen than a team giving up two first round picks and then paying on top of that, the crazy guaranteed money. That that's what I think. And I, I, I would like to think that the offense that they would be building in Baltimore with Todd Monken, their new offensive coordinator, is going to let him cook a little bit because I, I feel like this is something that gets com, com always downplayed with Lamar Jackson. People think, people think all he does is run, and th- those are the highlights and, and whatnot, but he has improved as a passer. We keep talking about weapons. When your best and I mean, I, I don't want to be completely disrespectful here, but your wide, rec- your number one ri- wide receivers like Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown for a little while, that's also not getting it done. Their wide receiver no. drafting has been atrocious down there in Baltimore, and their and and their signings, right? Oh yeah, let's go ahead and and pick up the corpse of Deshaun Jackson, or let's bring in uh, like like something like a Sammy Watkins yeah, or right. whatever, and see if that works out. They have failed. In, in that regard, in terms of getting him weapons, aside from Mark Andrews. I feel like that's also something you got to look at, right? If we're going to look at other guys and say, well, they haven't had the weapons that they needed to succeed, which like things like that we're saying with Mac Jones or like a Justin Fields or, or some of these other guys, Trevor Lawrence in his first year, Lamar deserves that same benefit of the doubt to me. That's going to be another team. If he goes back to Baltimore, obviously, with the competence that that organization has proven to show over the years, that's going to be another team standing in your way. The theme of this show today is that the Patriots need to move the needle. And we are trying to find ways for them to move the needle, and I'm clear about this, either direction for me. Whether it's going all in 
or we don't think it's going to happen, but going the other way and trying to find a way to get back to the top of the draft to get that quarterback that if you don't think Mac Jones is the guy, they have to find. But they should try to do any of the things we discussed. Any of the and we're the talk radio doesn't they're not listening to that, but I'm no. just saying, yeah, <laughs> that's what you need to do. I don't think we're wrong. You've got to get guys, whether it's Higgins, whether it's um, a guy in the draft, they have to find a guy that's going to change this offense. And as as important, this goes back to one of the calls. As important as offensive linemen are, and having a good offensive line, how, how and 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 they do need to get tackles. I'm, they I'm, do. I, I'm I'm not I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh yeah, don't draft any tackles. No, they need to get tackles. But for years, Dallas had one of the best offensive lines, and Dak Prescott, and they can only do so much with that offensive line. Like you've got to get talent and I think this team specifically needs the talent here not just for the production on the field but to also change the dynamic the the mental dynamic of the the offense you know what to to use to, to kind of take that example that that Kelly brought up in terms of the car right in terms of having a fast and like having a wide receiver is the difference between having a fast engine or a slow engine and having you know, not have, having a bad offensive line is, is like the difference between having wheels on your car or not. You can't go anywhere. Offensive line, to me, sets your floor or it helps sets your floor for competence. If you have an offensive line, great. Your quarterback can sit back there and survey the field. You can run the football because that's another thing we haven't talked about. You can run the football and and, and that's great. But then are your receivers getting open? And mm-hmm. if and if they if they're catching the football, are they making yards after the catch? Are they making big plays? So I think that the wide receivers, the weapons that you have in today's NFL are about the ceiling. How far can you get? Because great, having a great offensive line is is again baseline competence. But do you want to be better than competent? I mean, yeah, I don't want to see Mac Jones getting sacked all the time. But again, if you're a decent quarterback. And you have a decent offensive line. I would take good receivers, decent offensive line over really, really good offensive line, decent receivers. Correct. Correct. Just like defensive backs. You can live and win with B defensive backs. I don't think you can live and win with B, B minus receivers, and that's it. You need that elite guy. You need that talent there. Okay, when we get back, what is the biggest problem? I'm going to argue this is the biggest problem go. going into the playoffs with the Boston Celtics. That's next. This is Mark Dundero, Kyrie Thompson here on WEI.